Welcome to Space News Brief. You can find us on Twitter at Space News Brief or online at BlueHelmCo.com. On this day in 2008, the Indian Space Research Organization launched its first mission to the moon. It is Wednesday, October 21st, and these are your top space news headlines. NASA's James Webb Space Telescope remains on schedule for a launch in a little more than a year, but the program is still dealing with some technical issues that could eat into its schedule reserve. The mission was making good progress after the agency decided in July to delay the launch by seven months to the end of October 2021. That delay, NASA officials said then, was caused in part by a coronavirus pandemic which slowed down work on the telescope at a Northrop Grumman facility in Southern California. Kratos Defense and Security Solutions announced the release October 20th of OpenSpace, a software platform and family of virtual products designed to help satellite ground systems adapt rapidly to changing conditions. Quote, we believe OpenSpace is the first dynamic software-based ground system that will help move the satellite ground system world into the 5G type of infrastructure, unquote. Phil Carre, Kratos Space Training and Cyber Division President, told Space News, the goal of open space is to help satellite and ground station operators, quote, enhance the adaptability, resilience, security, and reliability of their ground systems, unquote, according to Kratos's October 20th news release. Quote, ground functions that took weeks to implement manually are now orchestrated as service chains with open space, making systems dramatically more responsive to real-time changes in network resources, user demand, and threats, unquote. Kratos is working with Microsoft on Azure Orbital, a platform designed to help customers Customers move data from satellites directly into the Azure cloud for processing and storage. Microsoft on October 20th announced it is expanding its cloud computing service for the space industry. The company will offer mobile cloud computing data centers that can be deployed anywhere in the world and connect to SpaceX's Starlink and SES's O3B internet satellites. The service is part of Microsoft's space-focused cloud business called Azure Space, like we just talked about. It is aimed at private industry and government agencies that use data collected by satellites but don't want to invest in the ground infrastructure to process and analyze the data. Azure Space has emerged as a direct competitor to Amazon's web services space data business. Space data. Worth trillions. Momentous Space announced an agreement October 20th with Canada's Kepler Communications to arrange a 2021 launch of two satellites on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rideshare flight and delivery to their desired orbital altitude in the Vigoride in-space transportation vehicle. Kepler's first two Gen 1 satellites, Kepler 4 and Kepler 5, launched in late September on a Soyuz 2.1B rocket. Gen 1 satellites are designed to link customers with Kepler's wideband, high-capacity data service and narrowband Internet of Things applications. Tricept Corp, a launch integration and missions management company, announced a launch service agreement October 21 with the U.S. Army's Space and Missile Defense Command, SMDC. Tricept will act as a launch broker and integration manager for a three-unit CubeSat technology demonstration mission called Gunsmoke J. Scheduled to launch in February 2021 on a Rocket Lab Electron rocket from Mahia, New Zealand. 
GHG Sat unveiled a free map today showing average weekly methane concentrations around the world at a resolution of approximately 2 kilometers per pixel. GHG Sat detects and measures global greenhouse gas emissions with two satellites, Claire, launched in 2016, and Iris, launched in September. The Toronto-based company plans to launch another methane satellite, Hugo, in December on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rideshare mission. By 2020, GHG Sat plans to operate 10 methane monitoring satellites. SNB is brought to you by Statistically speaking, about 49% of you might wear bras. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I even know what I'm talking about when it comes to them. However, our new sponsor, Hope's Chest, does. Since 2009, they've specialized in helping breast cancer survivors and those who've had reconstructive surgery, breast augmentation, and reductions. They also help those that are well-endowed, itty-bitty, athletes, moms-to-be, and those who have suffered from fibromyalgia. So if you have a problem trying to find the right fitting bra, head over to hopeschest.com for a unique bra fitting experience. They're going to help you find the perfect fitting bra for you. Once again, head over to hopeschest.com or give them a call at 714-797-9996. Law and Policy and Other Events in Space The U.S. Space Force received a political boost October 20th with the announcement that a bipartisan group of House members formed a Space Force caucus to advocate on behalf of the military's newest service. Quote, this caucus will serve as the chief advocate for our nation's exciting new service and work closely with the Department of the Air Force and Space Force to provide opportunities for members and their staff to learn about the vital role the U.S. Space Force plays in maintaining American space power, unquote, Representative Lamborn said in a statement. The U.S. Space Force today is standing up the first field communications at Peterson's Air Force Base in Colorado. The Space Force Operations Command, or SPOC, will be responsible for organizing, training, and equipping space forces assigned to the combatant commands that conduct military operations around the world. NASA and the Department of Energy announced a Memorandum of Understanding October 20th that is the latest in a series of measures by the two agencies to expand cooperation. The MOU, signed by NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstein and Secretary of Energy Dan Boyer, and announced at a meeting of the Secretary of Energy Advisory Board, is intended to expand the existing cooperation between the two agencies in space nuclear power and other topics in science and engineering. As a side note, I apologize if I just butchered your last name. The Swedish government has committed to investing 90 million krona over the next three years to upgrade the S-Range Space Center to host small satellite launches starting in 2022. The next launch on the calendar is October 23rd. That will be a United Launch Alliance Delta IV heavy rocket and will launch a classified spy satellite for the U.S. National Reconnaissance Office. Tomorrow there is a webinar entitled Funding Space. It has to do with investment developments and commercialization in space. You can find that in the calendar of events in the show notes. In the fun section, I have a link to an awesome article about propulsion systems that will be developed for space travel. To quote the article... Quote, experts say the right kind of propulsion system could carry spacecraft to Saturn in just two years. The Direct Fusion Drive, or DFD, a concept being developed by Princeton Plasma Physics Laboratory, would make extremely fast work of the nearly billion miles between Earth and Saturn, unquote. There's nothing better than a story about a nuclear engine in space, don't you think? Well, there's only one other one I think is pretty cool, obviously. (laughs) SpaceX's Raptor engine. (laughs) Am I right? 
Well, everybody, it is hump day. Welcome back. I am sorry for being tardy today and missing yesterday, and I might miss tomorrow and Friday. There's some family stuff, you know, but, you know, just hang in there. We'll be back. Uh, I'm going to do everything I can to finish the shows this week, but if that doesn't happen, I'll be back Monday. So I am Chad Scarborough. Drink your water and tell people and friends and family about the show. I will talk to you tomorrow or Monday. I don't know. One of them. Go to hopeschest.com. S&B is a space news aggregate that takes all the top space news headlines on the internet and presents them in a less than 10 minute podcast. In order to have complete transparency, every story talked about on this podcast is listed in the show notes. We do not take credit for writing any of these stories.